This is the Believer's Response with Bami Dele and Althea. You're welcome to our podcast where we inspire fellow believers to live an empowered life and to walk the Christian walk victoriously. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Hello, sis. How are you? I'm doing very well. That's good. How was your week? It was good. It was good. I mean, yeah, it was good. (laughs) That's good. I mean, at least you said it was good. It was good. At least it was good two times and it was a good, good week. (laughs) (laughs) That's happy to hear. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. Uh, So, Babidele and I are very, very happy that you have decided to return to our podcast. Yes. All Weaver's response to hear from us our reaction to hear us discuss various topics and our reaction to them from a believer's standpoint so you are powerfully and mightily welcome mm-hmm. and hope that you we have a very very awesome series that we're starting today and we hope that you enjoy it so before we begin every show topic we always kind of get into what's been blessing us for the week so um we can kind of like you know share ideas and then also let you know so after we listen you can tell us too you can post um you can listen to our podcast on any platform that you listen to your podcast on listen and post a comment to us give us some feedback let us know what's been blessing you so Bami Dele, what what was blessing you this past week this past week it's been how God has been just decoding the coded. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> decoding. Wait, I have to write that down. Decoding the coded. The coded. Wow. Speak. Yes. And um, it's just, I'm just grateful. And I know every child of God goes through this where you're seeking for answers. Actually, what's been blessing me is the fact that as a child of God we have this on should I call it unfair advantage of understanding how life works and Mm. it's in the word of God if we pay attention we will get it as long as we have that connection with him and we pay attention there's no question that will not be answered there is no question that cannot be answered in the word of God and it's just it's just a good place to be to be able to get the coded decoded for you mm, yeah wow so man yeah so that's like so i have a follow-up question <laughs> so when you say <laughs> it just uh, piqued my interest when you said that um decoding we know decoding you know getting to the getting to the heart of something or deciphering you know something that's coded so coded now here's my question coded what kind of coded things that um you feel like were or at least one what is one coded thing that you feel was decoded for you that led you to this revelation um it's um in um exodus chapter 17 how when the amalekites were winning if the if the hands of Moses was down, the Amalekites would win. 
and if the mm. hands of Moses was if his hands were up Israel would be winning so I kept asking God like I know I mean I get the point yes if he brought his hands down if his hands got tired um the Amalekites will win I get that part like holy spirit what what more what more is there to this thing what more is there to this thing what more is there to this thing and as I kept pressing and one thing I found out about myself I don't know about others is if I approach the bible nonchalantly or I just want to feel all righteousness for that day <laughs> right that's what it will be but if i approach it with god i need to get something today like let's not it's not going to be a regular day today daddy let's do something special speak to me concerning speak. my situation <laughs> amen or just drop speak. something daddy just drop just drop something <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so when i'm like that i know something is about to happen just like when i get my songs and i'm like daddy you know just let's let's get some songs right now you know let's make up some songs and it comes just like that so i have found out that it's about the state of my mind ah okay yes and i want to always be in that place because i feel like we're losing when we don't come to that place of being deliberate with god if we're just going through the motions so let me go back to my story so i was like god show me something more about this and um one thing god showed me about it is you are of course and people yoruba people yoruba christians i've heard them pray about it when they're praying for pastors that um, may god bless those who are lifting up the hands of moses so the two people mm-hmm. yes the two people that were holding up the hands of moses were her h-u-r that's how that's the way i can pronounce it her and aaron so the holy spirit led me to check the meaning of aaron mm-hmm. and her so I went ahead, I checked on Google. So what is the meaning of Aaron? I saw exalted, um, wow. lifted high, and then um, high mountain. That's the meaning of Aaron. And then I checked mm-hmm. for her. Her me- means um, whiteness. I think that was the only, uh, liberty and whiteness. And then it, meant, it means whole or something like that. And then I kept mm-hmm. brooding on that, like, okay, what's what? What is it about this God? What is it about this? And I wrote in my journal that God. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm already enjoying that, if I'm not gonna lie. But I'm like, if there's more to this, Lord, send me my own liberty. Send me my own, my 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 own exalt, uh, my own lifting, my own exaltation, my own high mountain that will hold me up high when my hands are getting tired amen because you're only able to win the battles of life when your hands are lifted high and i was and i kept picturing the 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 you know being if your hands are being lifted high and i kept picturing i'm like okay if your hands are lifted high surrenderedness that was working to my spirit Mm -hmm. surrenderedness surrenderedness and i thought okay I need to be more surrendered because that's the only way I can be winning. That's the only way I can win the battles of life. And when my hands are getting tired, I need my high mountain to be there. I need my exaltation to be there. I need my liberty to be there, holding my hands up. Are you? This is not. And you were. If I didn't ask you the question, and then you had all. Because I didn't want to keep going. all of these different things to go 
to go with just being um, decoded, which was really good. I mean, I like how you how you related back to you know you did related to the Bible, but then you also talked about you know your person personal life and you know because that was that was kind of like the heart of my question, like yeah, what you know, and it's absolutely necessary. Yeah, wow. Go. Well, you know the funny thing. That's why I'm like it depends on the state of our hearts. I have mm-hmm. read this book of Exodus. It's like my life does not want to leave it. <laughs> what should I say? My spirit doesn't want to leave it. I, I remember I told you I've been Come reading on. Exodus forever, <laughs> and I'm still not ending. Well, you know, if that's the place where God is planting you, then stay there. Seriously, because <laughs> obviously something is gonna grow out of it. Amen. Because I've been reading this thing. I have read chapter. I've listened to chapter seventeen for. Let me not exaggerate for more than ten times. <laughs> well, Apart you know, that's, that's the great thing about the Bible because it just it'll reveal different things to you at different stages of your life yeah. too. That's why people always say they can go back to it, you know. And I feel like I, I think I can use your example to talk about what's blessing me too because just just listening to what you're saying about you know um, Moses and his arms being lifted you know the revelation that i got over the week for what's blessing me is about prescriptions Mm. and following god's divine prescription for your life Mm. and following god's divine order for your life and hearing what you're saying about moses and aaron and her holding his hands up that was how he achieved victory yes you know and one of the things that I learned is that someone's path to victory is not necessarily your path to victory. Mm-hmm. And I like that you said that, you know, you have to be receptive. You have to be submit submitted. Your yes. heart condition yes. has to be in a certain place. Yes. So that you can receive what God's plan for your life is. Where is he taking you? What is your prescription? I think we can add that on to decoding the coded, you know, in decoding, you then have to figure out, okay, what's the message then for me? Mm. What's the, the, not even just the message, the directive? Because I think this came for me out of thinking about, um, you know, achieving a certain result in life. And I'll use an example mm-hmm. that I, I heard of where, um, you know, someone wanted to have a child. So they looked at or they studied other women that had children and they try to follow the same prescription. Okay, so this person prayed this place, this person prayed that place, mm. or what that other person did. You know, um, they started buying baby clothes, they started buying baby toys, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that could have been what that person did. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that could have been their prescription. Prescription. I get it. I get it. Not necessarily your prescription. Just like in the world, you're not going to take medication that's prescribed to somebody else because of the results so that's where the place of seeking god comes in yeah and it could actually oh god i just got something from that it could actually be the same prescription but not the same strength based on who you are exactly exactly because you might need to be taking a dosage that's higher or based in your condition like you know a lot of these um cold and flu medications or even pain medication mm-hmm. the based on the pain the location of the pain based on um you know the severity of the pain mm-hmm. that depends on the dose whether you're taking ibuprofen whether you're taking um acetaminophen mm-hmm. naproxen 
oxy oxycodone <laughs> oxycontin okay. you know that's getting on the narcotic side of things no i've just been somebody that's had <laughs> that's had pain so <laughs> i know and i've had two wisdom teeth taken out oh, so my. i know <laughs> but you know so but really really powerful powerful says so awesome so hopefully at some later time this sounds like topics that we could actually turn into um full episodes oh but you know true, we, true. we hope that truth truth just we hope that you know you're blessed by what was blessing us then you can find some way to apply it to your life mm-hmm. so please comment tell us let us know what has been blessing you subscribe to the podcast and uh, we'll be happy to hear from you yes Okay, sis, so we're starting this series, super excited, mm. called Transitions. Transitions. And we were, it's based off of what we we're talking about, um, about life transitions. And there's so many. So we're going to try to do it in part so that we don't, we do justice to the topic and mm-hmm. the mind of God. And we let people, you know, know the different facets and be able to experience the different facets. So the first transition that we're going to be talking about today is spiritual transition. And the question is, now that you're a believer, what's different? Now that you're a believer, what's different? The first episode in our transition series. And um, sis, I know we've talked about, we started talking about it earlier. And there were so many points that you wanted to bring out. So um, just take it away. Go right ahead. So the first thing that came up to me, I mean, which we all know, I believe, is 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 that says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ Jesus, he's a new creation. All things have passed away and all things have become new. So while I was thinking about that, all things have passed away and all things have become new. All things have passed away. And I thought, this thing that we all say we all repeat it we all everybody knows this bible verse but do we really believe it Mm. Mm -hmm. because i wonder even myself like there are some things that okay first starting with let's let's talk about guilt trips guilt trips so i'll start off with that so mm-hmm. it's not like I'm, I'm, I'm being antagonistic when I go to the next point. <laughs> so mm-hmm. guilt trips. If we really believe that all things have passed away and all things have become new. So why do we blame ourselves for the things that we did before we became born again? Mm, girl. Mm, why? Tell yeah, why? If we really believe. So we really need to take God's uh, um, God's word. We need to take God at his word. When he says that we really need to believe it. Like, why do you still blame yourself for something? Because see, if I believe strongly, if you are not born again, if you do not have the life of Christ in you, you are susceptible to any kind of sin. Mm-hmm. Because there is no hold whatsoever. And that's why when I want to thank God for my salvation, I thank God for being the stronghold in my life. Amen. Because one thing I always say is, if you are not born again, if I don't have Christ in me, I might say, oh, because I'm a moralist, I would not steal. But if 
hunger knocks on my door, like to the point of death, I might steal. So, if you have Christ in you, he becomes the old that you will not steal because of this, because of the pride in Jesus that you have. Because you know that he is powerful. (laughs) It's beyond um, Mm -hmm. human pride. It's beyond, I'm a moralist. It's beyond, um, it's beyond anything that we can hold on to. He becomes a stronghold because we have him in us. So if you don't have him, you're susceptible to anything. And now that you have him, you shouldn't blame yourself for what you did when you had no hold on you. Mm. So that's my point. So Mm -hmm. having said that, do we really believe that all things have passed away and all things have become new? And as I say this to you, whoever is listening, I say this to myself as well all things have passed away and all things have become new the same grace that saved you when you gave your life to christ is able to save you when temptations come and you're able to say no so i'm going to give an example so when you're about to this is a common one that i just say to each his own when it comes down to it i know people who confess to be born again who confess to know jesus and when it comes to the time where they need to get a new job they taint their resume girl (laughs) (laughs) they they enhance they They god bless you they enhance they put it on steroids what you don't know Uh what you you've never been taught or what, what you have never learned or what you have never done you claim to have done it and in fact you claim to have worked where you have never worked and i just wonder and one reason, apart from it being a sin to me, some people you can, I mean, everybody has their own. When it comes to this Christianity, everybody has an opinion. But I believe the Bible is our standard. The word of God is our standard. Amen. It is our standard. We can argue from morning till night, but the word of God does not fail. It remains, mm-hmm. it remains, and it remains from everlasting to everlasting. So, so when you change your resume and you put up these different things do you still believe that all things have passed away Mm. and all things have become new like Mm. do we still really think on that word and we think and we know that the the grace that helped me whatever came upon me that day that i said jesus i give my life to you i relinquish everything into your hands is it able to help me through? And I will stick to, and I have a, I thank God, I have a testimony. Um, when I was going to get this, my recent job, I didn't have all the qualifications they needed. Mm. In fact, I've been working in QC and they needed a QA specialist. So I'm QC just, is... QC is just, quality control, sorry. Yeah. Okay, just for the, yeah. Yes, just for the for people who might not know. QC is quality control. I mean, it's all quality, but there is still a big difference in branching off to um, QA, which is quality assurance, uh, assurance. So, and it's more of the administrative part of quality mm-hmm. than working hands-on in the lab as in um, working in QC, in quality control. So I just had this confidence that, you know what? Let me just 
I, I'm not going to lie because I just, because I know where I'm going. I'm not going to let one simple job, one keyway job just mess me up in future because of this, how, how much am I going to get? No. So that has always been something that God has been telling me. Don't mess yourself up right now. Don't lie about what you don't have because you know where you're going. And I believe it's the same for every child of God. We are all going places. Don't let one simple six-figure job or five figures, whatever, mess you up to the you do because you don't know where God is taking you. And it's a high place. Mm-hmm. Don't let a simple small job mess you up now and still going back that's why i'm like i'm not going to look for any other scripture this second corinthians 5 17 is enough for us mm-hmm. all things have passed away behold all things have become new so if we know that we are a new slate that god is now working on god is working on a new person right now it's not that old person who used to lie who used to steal god is working with a new person now so what i used to do in the past does not matter anymore so if i lied before my resume and now i'm born again i'm not gonna lie and i trust god that it will help me this time around that's the idea of coming to christ so but if we claim to be born again and we still go ahead to lie so what is the new And I tell that to myself, like, okay, if you're going to submit to this temptation right now, so what is the new? Well, what is the, what's the advantage of being in Christ? That's why when I err, I'm like, God, just have mercy. Because I'm so disappointed in myself when I do that. Like, I know this is a new person that God is dealing with. He's not dealing with that old person. Mm-hmm. Amen. So I feel like that is something we need to really think about. Let's take God at his word. If if he's dealing with a new person, if he's working on a new masterpiece, then we can't continue in the old way. And the old way would never even work in the new because God is doing a new thing altogether. And the essence of being a believer is actually believing what God says. It's not just the status. It's not like a logo. <laughs> yeah. Because many not. people say they are believers, but, you know, it gets to the core of what you just said. Yeah. Like, so we, we, we need to think on the new. Like, what does God want to do in this new? What does he want to do with us? What is it that he wants to do with us? We need to, we need to really, like, think it through and walk with God to know what he wants to do with this new self. And also, faith, going back to that point where you gave your life to Christ, that faith that helped you to confess Jesus. Because the Bible tells us that no man says Jesus is Lord without the Spirit of God. Mm. It is the Spirit of God in you that allows you to say that Christ is Lord. And if he's, if he's Lord indeed, then we need, to, we need to assume that new self and begin to walk by faith and trust and trust God that this may be difficult. I'm not sure if I finished my testimony. So I put in my resume as it as it is, what I know to do, I put it. And God's so good. I got this job without any prior knowledge of what to do. I was trained and I started off. In fact, I was thrown into the job, like even without much training. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I had no problems because I was ready to learn. So who says you will not get that 
major job that you're looking for if you just tell them what you have yes sometimes people say oh they just want you to lie they know you're not telling the truth so like who so who is deceiving who at that point? Yeah. Wow. Like, so, it's like, so why are we doing that? And there's so many, many, many other things. Like, I was telling someone recently, like, it's not like I don't know how to lie. <laughs> like, who doesn't know how to lie? <laughs> I think that's one of the first things you learn when you're a kid. Did you do this? <laughs> no, mommy. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> exactly. Like, I want to, like, sometimes just because you see, sometimes you're like, am I stupid? everybody's just going ahead of me because they can put two and two together and just make it look real mm-hmm. but often more every time god tells me you're not a fool you're not a fool you're not a fool just stay put do what you know is right and even when you have gone wrong come back to the mm-hmm. right there is nothing in fact god is so is such a loving father if you realize that right now as i'm speaking as my sister is going to speak that you have gone on the wrong path we can the the beautiful thing about being in god you can redirect your steps and it will be as if nothing had happened before oh yeah that's the beauty yes you can restore yes that's the beautiful thing about jesus christ so i believe this is talking to someone as you as we're listening let's let's stay in the new let's stay in the new let's stay in the new we cannot put that new wine in our old wine skin Mm -hmm. god wants us to stay new stay fresh stay fresh and he's more than enough one thing i also learned in exodus chapter 16 is that remember the story of how the children of israel they tried to to go out to take more manner when god had already given them an instruction if you go go right into exodus 16 you'll see it they try to go outside when god had already said do not go out on the sabbath day there will be nothing outside they tried to go out again to see but there was nothing there because it's not about the provision but the instruction Uh amen you may even get that job and problems left and right could just keep coming because you did not seek God's face. You lied to get the job. And another beautiful thing I saw in that Proverbs, um, in um, Exodus 16, is that these people, the people who took more than they needed, more manna than they needed, and the people who took little than they needed, at the end of the day, they all had the same thing. <laughs> Isn't that miraculous? <laughs> yeah. And I see that even in this, you would wonder, someone who is not earning enough, but it's just staying on what God has called them to do. Or to you, it's not ending enough. And they're just staying on course and staying on what God has called them to do. Just trying to obey God. It seems like they're earning more than someone who is earning so much and they're not making ends meet at the end of the day. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's the point of just trying to follow the bandwagon and not having results? Mm. Let's so remember... that if anyone is in christ jesus we are a new creation old things have passed away old things have passed away behold all things Mm -hmm. have become new yeah so sis 
So what's changed ever since you gave your life to Christ? Now that you're a believer, what's well, the difference? So many things. I just, I can't even think of um, from the way, where would I even start? Just, I guess the way I operate, like my whole self and sense of self is different than it was before. Even I think um, a lot of things that used to be even insecurities like you know knowing who I am in Christ has helped me a lot with my confidence level and I think one of the things you were saying before like really resonated with me about um you know do you believe that you're a new creature and I think along the way a lot of people they may struggle with that you know okay so I'm a believer now but what do I believe about myself am I really this new creature you know, can I go back to old behaviors? And I like the example that you used about, um, you know, something as simple as just enhancing your resume. <laughs> <laughs> so many people have have done that and they think nothing of it. And then you have things like, okay, your job has supplies and you take supplies from your job and you bring oh. them home or, you know, different things like that. Or like you use... Um, work time to do other different things mm -hmm. and so, as you go when you know better you do better you know so you're gonna figure th certain things are gonna become apparent to you that okay I, I used to do this thing and I, I didn't think anything of it but just then that holy spirit is gonna prick you in your mind and you're just gonna yeah. be like oh wait I used to do this and it's not that good yes and, you know perhaps even the job that you have now I think uh, like it's, I feel compelled to say this that even if you have a job currently that you enhance your resume or you put different things in your resume to get that job just <laughs> you know the mercy of God just pray for the mercy of God because you know even different things come with different consequences and you know, even though you may say, okay, God, forgive me for this thing. The consequence of the thing may be there for you still, you know, accept his mercy, you know, mm. that he shows you his mercy. And it says in James 2.13 that his mercy triumphs over judgment. Yes. So that means, yes, that means whatever you're supposed to have faced because of your misdeed or your, um, your ignorance with a lot of us is ignorance because some people tell you to do one thing something and there and you think okay well you know everybody's doing it so mm. this thing you know it's it's normal so it's okay you know and then you see people who also say they're believers doing certain things that you know can kind of lead you down the wrong direction but you know pray for mercy and just hope whatever consequence comes your way that you know god will give you the grace to to go through it or even to take it away because he can do that too mm. so yeah. you know I, that i believe that see i think it all depends just thinking about it there's no one formula god loves us and it's just the state of our hearts if he sees how retentive we are how uh, we are how much we want to change he will make it work in our favor i know that for god i i, I mean for me i know how he, he treats me so it's just how our minds whatever the state of, of our minds are i believe amen amen so it's like genuine being genuinely repentant so 
you know, and even thinking about my life to this point, you know, there's been a lot of things that I've done just basically out of ignorance, Mm. not knowing, but, you know, but for the mercy and grace of God over my life. Because as you said earlier, um, you know, each of us is special. He has a plan that he's decided for us, even from before our conception. Mm -hmm. So we have to be able to fall in line with that plan. And a part of that is being um being able to distinguish your life now to your life before there is a difference some people they don't see as as they they cross over they make that declaration to change their life they don't see it i mean i was one of them i didn't see it at first i was just kind of like okay so what now i came up out of the baptism water out of the baptism pool and i'm like <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm baptized you know it was just like okay so then what now so i think that's part of, that's one of the reasons i'm i'm really excited even about this show because i feel like there needs to be more support for believers along the way like th- certain things shouldn't just be assumptions mm. that no you know having real life anecdotes and real relatable situations and people to relate to as you're going along your christian walk helps you to be able to um, to adapt, you know, because I feel like a lot of time in church is spent on conversion and bringing people to Christ, you know. So now that we're here, we still need that scaffold. We still need that support system as well. Yes. So, you know, and in in not having that support system, so many things can go wrong. You know, that's where we come in to start talking about accountability partners, and you know. Mm-hmm. Bamadeli and I, we're accountability partners and we have yeah. others too within our fellowship that holds us accountable um, as we continue to walk. So we just want to be that to people too as the, as the believers respond. We want to, you know, be a scaffold, help along the way as you're converted. Like now I've given my life to Christ. So now what? You yeah. know, and going back to my childhood, I like, I always tell people I grew up in church. I went to church every weekend i was a seven-day adventist we went to church services on saturdays um the sabbath began on friday evening and we had to turn the tvs off and just kind of like bring everything down to like a quiet and contemplative frame of mind um and then transition into saturday so from sundown on friday to sun up on um to sundown on saturday sorry was the complete Sabbath. So in that, there was a lot of things that I learned, you know, ritualistically, but those things don't necessarily take you through in the place when you become an adult believer, because Mm. you have to kind of make sense of it for yourself. Like you said before, do you believe what the word is um, saying about you? You have to be able to make sense of that life. So I think that's what kind of not being able to make sense of it the, between the rituals and actually having that heart posture towards God and saying, okay, I, you know, I'm a believer, you know, mm. something that you commit to in your heart when you get to that point, because going to church doesn't save you. <laughs> you, you can, you can sit in church for, uh, a, I don't know, decade. You can be 60 years old and be unsaved, but be a church goer. So mm-hmm. it's not necessarily there, but not to say that you can't find support within that group because it says, do not, the Bible says, do not forsake the assembling, right? Yes, of the believers, of the brethren. Yes. So as you're there and you're assembling, there's things that are being passed on to you. 
so not being able to after a while i think we had stopped kind of like being regularly going to church so there's a lot of things that lost along the way and when i look at that life compared to now there's a lot of a lot of things that could have been could have turned out a lot worse for me mm. you know like through my college years and i and i feel like they say a lot of people a lot of youth go to college and then they kind of like come out of religion and this is you're right about that too yeah. yeah they drop off and that's when you start you know hearing different things because when i was in college i became friends with a college professor and I, he wasn't an atheist i think he said he was like an agnostic or something that kind of believed um he didn't he didn't not believe in the existence of god um or a creator but just uh, just getting all these different strange doctrines you know most classes you know they they teach evolution they teach you know over mythology class i was so bad <laughs> that class. yeah so this is the kind of thing you hear it all the time like in those university settings so you have no choice really but to you know that some of it is going to be absorbed into your system so being exposed to all of that i think was the beginning of the pitfalls for me I was just hearing okay well so if this so if god then this if why would god do this why would god if god you know and then just a lot of different things that kind of caused me to say okay I'm questioning I'm questioning I'm questioning and it just became you know eventually I came back to the point of where you know god was just calling me back to him so strongly you know the pull was so strong that I was able to and thank god for that because I was able to see through all of that and see through all of their their reasoning and their logic and still seek back to God because there's some things that all that science and all of the the evolutionary theorists and everybody they can't they can't get to the bottom of and there's always a missing link somewhere so there's flaws in their argument and that kind of put me right back on track and I think I remember like it was one night I was asleep in you know in my apartment and I just woke up and I've always had really vivid dreams and I woke up and a bible verse came to me and it was the bible verse where um actually I had an entire dream I, I think do we have time for me to even go into this I think so yes okay. yes <laughs> so I'll, I'll just like touch on a few minutes yeah okay I'll skim I'll skim through it so it doesn't get to be too much but it was where um in the dream I was there and um I was on top of a high place and um this was this was very much before I was baptized and but I was still being called back and I, in the dream I was on top of a high place and I saw all these different things and someone was speaking to me in this like nefarious voice and was just showing me different things and I was just like no I don't want that no I don't want that no I don't want that and then I got a bible verse and then by the end of the dream so I said okay let me look into this so I looked into mark and this was the scene where Jesus was being tempted by the devil and he was showing him different things as mm. he out and he was tempting him and he was saying okay you know he's going to give you this and you know this is where Jesus responds to him that man man cannot live by bread alone and you know that's when he told him throw yourself down and mm. Jesus again hit him with another word so the whole thing mirrored that 
scripture. And I'm only recently studying that scripture as in-depthly as I, more in-depthly than I was then. So for me to have had any kind of revelation or dream about it was very, mm. very slim. So I say that to say that the pull for me to come back, come out of darkness was really strong then. And just being able to see that, you know, to understand what I understand now about life being spiritual and everything, you know, having a spiritual context was mm. necessary in my whole format, in the formation of my thought process now, you know? So just, just seeing that and seeing how badly it's God just wanted me to be with him was what moved me from being in that place to where I am now to where you know I was there because I don't think I was able to withstand all of those and trying to say okay no I don't want that and by now I'm gonna say you know that's it was him who we shall not name Mm -hmm. (laughs) basically offering okay you should take this you should take that you should take this and I think sis I think we need to do an episode on just that whole um spiritual covenants thing you know so we can get people um okay up to speed about you know that everything is spiritual because some people just you know you see people and you see flesh but it's not really there Mm. so we need to understand the spiritual aspect of things but that that to say that just really kind of got me out of you know that old sense of who i was to now and i just kept thinking like wow like why would god show me that or why Mm. would he not even show me why would he allow me to see that and experience it you know, mm. and then be victorious in it at the end, you know? Mm. So that was a lot of fuel that brought me out, you know, and as it says in in first Peter two now two nine, sorry, that you know he brought us out of darkness and into his glorious light. Light, yes. That's how I ta- I felt like that, you know, like you know, I was there and there were so many things that I didn't understand and know, and then being polluted in your mind with all these strange doctrines. Mm to now come back to the light and everything making sense like you said we have that advantage that unfair advantage now yes so you know what's different (laughs) just just knowing the knowing is different Mm. just having a sense of self identity Mm. Mm. even even on my worst days, I think. Can you say that again? I, I didn't hear you. Can you say that again, please? Yeah, I was I was saying that even on my worst days, I still have that 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 I know who I am. Yes, <laughs> yes. Whose I am. So I, that day, I might not feel like okay, you know, <laughs> or I might be hearing these voices or the denying voices or the accusing voices. You know, as as they say, he is the accuser yes. of the brethren saying oh sis why do you feel why do you feel like you need to do x y and z Mm. on a good day i would probably respond by saying uh because i'm a daughter of the most high king yes so so just having that sense of self knowing where i am knowing where i belong you know and then like you said having god as a stronghold that was really powerful you know knowing Mm. I have him to rely on. I think that's what makes the difference, you know, from being from that transition. So being in a transition, a spiritual transition from darkness to light is not, it's not 
It's the word I'm looking for. It's not possible. It's not possible without having God, as you said, as our stronghold. Because along the way, you have a lot of a lot of downs. You know, and I believe, like, if I can sum up what you said before, too, mm. was that, um, you know, we have guilt trips, you know, and a lot of times we need that voice, the voice of our creator. Yes. To that voice to know, to stop blaming ourselves, to not living in, to stop living in the past, you know, to stop mm. taking guilt trips. Like who is buying tickets to, to, to guilt trip land? <laughs> <laughs> you know but it happens like we do that all the time you know nobody would would legitimately say okay i want to go back to my past and relive all of my deepest darkest most horrible moments but that's what you do when the first thought comes and then you just sit there and before long you realize you know like how you get lost looking at cat videos online i don't know Interesting. <laughs> when they recommend no because you, YouTube recommends all of these different videos and then before long you're watching like now I have so many cat videos on my <laughs> on my feed cat videos and cooking because I, I like to watch cooking things and crafting so I have also you spent you oh yeah I have a lot of those <laughs> yeah you can no. spend hours going down that with that algorithm watching all those videos <laughs> So don't, you know, don't blame yourself. God mm. is your stronghold. And don't lie. Don't lie to get to where you need to be. You know, if God is your stronghold, he's going to get you that job. Yes. You know, he's going to get you the job that you need. And per adventure, you have, you were duplicitous in getting to where you are. Pray for the mercy of God, you know. So... You know, and I, I feel like it's important to say too that some people might say, okay, this resume example or taking office supplies example is just a small thing, but that's just where these kind of things begin. But these things happen typically. Like we all go through it once in a while and we get um, convicted by the Holy Spirit. Oh yeah. And I feel like it's good that we're using these small examples yeah. to say that little things add up they add up after a while and you you may move on from taking paper clips and pens to i don't know taking something bigger from the office or even mm. taking money there's some people that you know it's called it's called embezzlement people <laughs> <laughs> there's people going to jail for that so then you end up you know so it's not just about the small this small thing this little example that we're giving you now bigger ones people end up doing much more in the long run and just or it just often is because it's small it's often overlooked it's Mm. you just did this oh it's just this oh it's just that but then you know that's when you have to listen to what god is telling you for you know for the right thing to do it in every situation Mm. why he has to i'm gonna keep i'm gonna use that to the for the, the upcoming week that God is my stronghold. What better stronghold yeah. have, right? Ah, he is, man. Thank you, Jesus. And we pray that God will be the stronghold to each of you, our listeners, in the name of Amen. Jesus. Amen. Amen. So on, on that note, are we ready to close out, sis? Sure. I'm All ready. right. <laughs> <laughs> feel like I've said Thank enough. Yeah. I'm sorry. I said, I feel like I've said enough. (laughs) 
you're sure? <laughs> no, I have one more thing to say. <laughs> no. <laughs> she knows me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> one more thing. So okay. basically, if you <laughs> as you need to be, okay, coming out of darkness and into light, you need the Holy Spirit with you. Yes. Okay. So, you know, let's keep that in mind. Like, this is not you physically pulling yourself out. Let the Holy Spirit guide you. That's what he's supposed to be there for. He's our helper. Yes. yes. And that's it, sis. Okay. <laughs> so, just on the note of, you know, lying and being wise in our own eyes, we must always understand that the devil camouflages wisdom as unbelief or the other way around so when you think oh i'm not believing god right now the devil can camouflage it as oh you don't have wisdom just mm. use your wisdom use your head mm. you know so we just have to be careful that even in our innocent space where we're being we're trying to do it right let's weigh that thing we call wisdom with the word of god and god help us in jesus name amen so please remember to please subscribe to our podcast and leave a comment and always remember that we need to live a victorious life whatever we do because that's the believer's response god bless you